Warning, the content in this podcast contains some explicit language which may be offensive to some listeners and may be inappropriate for children. Therefore, the content in this podcast is intended for a mature audience only. So, would you fall in love with hip-hop? Right here, what we're going to do is go back. Well, not 
really a local comedian. No, she, it was just us. Okay. It, it was, was just us. Only, it was just us from Chris. She was yeah. like, she's wrong. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm close. I'm close. It was just us. Yeah, nah, he talked about the Christmas tree being up in, was it March? Yeah, it was pushing March. It was pushing March. It was real close. Yeah. So you, you feel some kind of way about the tree pushing March? I mean, I keep mine up too. Accident, though. Accident. See, it ain't on purpose. Till when? Whenever I feel I'm taking it though. See, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so then but we put these trees up, it, and so everybody's it. like, "Okay, so when is the time to take the tree down?" And so y'all know I do live trees, so you can't leave them up for too long because they dry out oh, and they become a, they become a hazard, and then you got to try to yeah. then they start falling. You know, the that's too much stuff start falling off of yeah. it, and, but they smell so good and. I grew up with live trees, so that's the other oh, part. We did too. I used to buy live trees too. I love live trees, and I mean the experience. Okay, so when I talk about Christmas experience, like the experience of going to buy the tree, is probably more exciting than the actual putting up of the tree and like the whole idea of having to take it down. Because like we go, we walk around, we pick the tree, and then like they have like um, you know when they cut the end of it, they give it to my, the little piece to my son and tell him it's for the it's reindeer food. I mean that whole part is probably the experience. Experience for me. Yeah, it's cute. But I didn't like, like the cleanup. I left it on the floor. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't when I grow up, I ain't doing this. It is a lot of cleanup because you do got to get all them uh, things up off the ground. But you know, hey, mm-hmm. yeah, never had a live tree before. Never, ever. You really? should, you should really? at least try it one never, year, just one. Pick the tree out like, it's like Walmart. Like in a no, it's place, not really a hassle. It's fun. It's fun. Like if you have a kid, it's really fun. Like yeah, with them, just at least once. I mean, once you do it, you've done it and mm-hmm. be done with it, but, like, at least once. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, okay. Well, I give it a shot. It was a house on 23rd that actually used to sell live trees. Okay. And we used to go to the house and look in the yard and we could find a live tree. Yeah. And you let your kids pick it out and it might come out and you might get the Charlie Brown tree. <laughs> <laughs> you might get a really nice tree, but you know what? You, you It's a piece of the baby, whatever they pick out, yeah. baby. Yeah. Okay. And you know, you look at the Charlie Brown tree and you think this is the one you want. You don't you sure you don't want this one over here? <laughs> like, but I don't wanna pay for a tree year after year though. No. I just wanna pay once. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> but the thing is that the trees, the artificial trees that you actually have to buy cost more than your like the live trees. But live trees are only trees. like twenty dollars. I know, but I can keep that for years. Yeah, you, you can. can. And one is actually full, so yeah. it's nice. Yeah, until it's like real scraggly and don't work no more. Yeah. Then you're gonna spend like a hundred plus dollars on it. Just go, she'll keep this one, and then I'm the day after, go find you one. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But this is a nice Christmas tree. Yeah, I'll right, keep it up till March too.
in which we go and tends to kind of flow into it. But I, um, it's 2021. Yeah. Yes. You guys are the first recording of our new year. Yes. So I'm going to ask you guys, I want to start doing this and kind of making it a thing. How are you guys doing? 2020 was a boogie. I feel like it was different. It um, gave each and every one of us our own challenges. So I just want to stop and say, how are you guys doing? Um, I'm going to say I'm good. Like, of all the people that say that 2020 was bad, I'm going to have to say that I had a great run in 2020. Like, myself and Trick D, we, I mean, you know, we, we did like everybody else. We spent a lot of time outside, like, tried to keep our teams as safe as possible. And, but we, we grinded, you know what I'm saying, like the yeah. whole year. So it was productive. I can't sit up here and act like I just sat in the house and wasn't nothing going on. Like, I was outside trying to move. Like, we was both consistently trying to make things happen. So, yeah, I mean, it still was a great year. Even even though everything happened with the pandemic, it was still a great year. I can agree. Um, everything was good, you know. Um, I mean, with my people, um, everybody's been healthy. My daughter's been healthy, so you know, I hate for the you know people that has been hit by that Corona yeah. stuff. But um, for the most part, it's been very productive. Um, I wouldn't say what touched me though, Kobe, losing Kobe Bryant. That that sucked. <laughs> yeah. You know, I wasn't feeling yeah. that. But, um, that was a shock. Yeah. You know, just as far as being like healthy, mentally, physically, um, emotionally, spiritually, just all around. Um, 2020 was a good year for me to, you know, recoup, get some time in with my daughter and grind it out. So did you guys find yourself being more creative in 2020, finding different ways to um, continue to push your platform? And I'm going to say for sure. Um, Like, I dropped a project earlier this year um, called Journals for Blondes, and then I dropped another project (laughs) called uh, 36 Hours. Me and Trick Link, excuse me, me and Trick Link um, hustle so separately towards the end of the year that it's just been consistently that, like working on projects, dropping videos, like back to back, it was nonstop. It's like the camp that I have, like in house, and Trick does a lot of his stuff in house too, but it's just, the ball kept rolling, the year really slowed. You know what I'm saying? The ground was pretty much the same. That's what's up. I I mean, we said the same thing. Like, I think 2020, of the two years that we've had, has been a really successful year for us. Um, 2020 was different. I feel like there was like ups and downs. Mm-hmm. There was like um, different spaces where you were like, because I've lost, I lost two family members in 2020. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. One of them I did lose to COVID, yeah. you know, and so um, it, it's been a challenge, but I can say in regards to productivity, we've been great. Like yeah. um, the podcast, we became an award winning podcast. Um, yeah. I say that. Yeah. <laughs> I say that because like, People don't understand like what that means when it comes to business and when it comes to like we were writing or we're working on our business plan. We have new stuff coming out and things that we're doing in 2021 and being able to add that as a line in your business plan yeah. is just important, you know. Right, um, right. It's, it's real nice, you know, it's so like, like it's sounds artist. Like when you win a Grammy and everywhere you go is Grammy award winning. Right. Yes. It's the same thing. Yeah. Very right. much so. Right. so. And even going through what you're going through and staying focused with that, you know, and still accomplishing it, that's dope. Yeah. So, yeah. That's it. Right. so yeah, so, um, 2020's been great. It's been yeah. good yeah. to me. Y'all, yeah. I have no complaints. I don't know if it's the black eyed peas, but I'm not sure I got me some. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but uh, it's been, you got some. Yeah, yeah. I got some. I call, I call my friend, like, you got some black eyed peas? She's like, girl, come on. Went over there and got some, put some hot sauce on them. And, and, <laughs> and work it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so work it out. And, and 2020 was a good year, and 2021 is going to be an even better year. Even better. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. 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 Jobs and you know just couldn't get back on their feet. I, I really feel my heart goes out to those people, but I just thank God 
said, you know, we were able to remain productive and just, you know, keep it moving. I mean, keep it all, you know, sustain our jobs. And figure it out. We've lacked nothing in 2020. We haven't. I mean, we were able to stay close to the family. So we were able to spend more time with our kids. Yes. I mean, it was good. What's the difference between y'all just spending more time at home? You know what I'm saying? Like, with the world and. Like I mean, it was good, like, you know, because we, I'm never, like, before COVID, pre-COVID, I leave the house about mm, 6.15, yeah. I don't get to get back to the house after work, it's dance and all that, you know, so I don't normally get back to the house about 8.45, okay. yeah. so it's like I'm never at home, and then, mm-hmm. God forbid, if we got something to do here and I got to move stuff, so I, we, we never home, yeah. so being at home and I would have never thought in a million years that I could have, my job could have reverted to work at home. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? When right. they need you, yeah. right. the kids was at home and they was like, oh, hold up. We're at. We're going to work this out. Right. If they put me at home, yeah. I was, I mean, I was blessed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I never thought, so it was amazing to be there with them and be yeah. able to be there with your kids because yeah. you're away from your kids a, a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah. stuff. And you don't even realize it until you no. until you were made to sit down. Yeah. And yeah. be like, okay, I actually kind of like this. Yeah. You know, yeah. just sitting at home. Like, you can get dinner prepared during yeah. the day. Do laundry, you know, just do you know so much stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. it was well, nice. Like, just yes. Right. Yeah. Like, as a single parent, I think that that's something that we don't get a lot of is that time to stop and kind of figure out, like, what means the most, right? Yes. Because you're still yeah. always constantly providing, you're taking care of, you're, like, your, your focus Feeding becomes, like, yeah. right, your focus, you kind of have, like, a narrow focus, like, mm-hmm. where you're just, like, zoned in to what it is that's and best it's for schedule. them. Like, right. I have a set schedule every day, and then you can't yeah. get off of it. You know right. what I'm saying? I got a set word. Right. Yeah. And so, like, I'm like, Mika, like, my job runs me, like, crazy, and 2020, like, slowed us down. And so being able to be there with my babies and being able to like, now I'm not a homeschooler. I'm not even going to act like that made me gracious or made me feel so like, I, I wasn't, I struggled with that area. I think most me parents too. probably struggle with that. Yeah, I struggle with that. And so I like, um, but also, but, but I've learned a lot about my son. Like, so we're literally like this weekend we were in Texas and every sign we drove by, he's reading. Y'all don't know how, like, much of a, like, um, a reward that is to me as his mom because I was like, oh, my gosh, he fi- it finally clicked. It's yeah. working. Like, he's reading everything. And I worked hard. It wasn't just, like, we went into COVID. His teachers were saying, like, you know, he's not reading up to level. He's not going to be okay, blah, blah, blah. We're going to COVID, COVID in March, right? Mm-hmm. So this is February. She's like, I think I need to hold him back. And I'm just like, no, don't hold my baby back. We go to March, we got COVID, right? So I'm like, I don't know how to do this because I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm the parent that don't like slow reading. So I don't want to. <laughs> I was going to the comedian when he was Z. Oh my gosh. I hate slow reading. I If you don't come with me, let if you do not get through this page, like, <laughs> I'm a struggle, I'm a struggle. Yeah. So then y'all have to understand, so I went into, like, March, like, okay, he cannot be behind, like, this is, I can't do this. And so, like, I'm buying extra stuff. I paid for him to be in tutoring over the summer, like, he did Zoom tutoring yeah. mm-hmm. all over the summer. So, like, for us to be driving down the road and he's like reading different things off the what's him I feel like I six I was successful. Yes, you were exactly. I'm like listen yes, yes, yes. we yeah, we yeah. worked through this. We okay. worked through it. It was a yeah, struggle. Yeah. It was, how to read okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it was 
like that was just I know it was nobody but God saying, Listen, mm-hmm. everything you put into him, he's getting. You know, yeah. he kept he's comprehending. Well, you gotta stop getting frustrated. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Frustrated cause you know how, that'd be me. Take me at the table like you so mama what did I be like, So did you see? Listen, bring that again. She'd be like, Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. So do you guys have children? Or you have a yeah, daughter? I have a five-year-old daughter. Okay. okay. So so how was how was homeschooling <laughs> for you? Man, it's been tough. Um, oh God, like just working from home, um, doing the homeschooling, and then like trying to keep up with my rap career and stuff like that. All that is hard. Uh, but she's been real patient with me. She in pre, she in kindergarten right now. So I mean, it's just been a journey. But like how she was saying, like you know, knocking out like dishes and laundry and stuff like that it make it easier like for the home flow yeah but um for the most part i mean it's been a struggle but we got it down now i feel like i mean but i feel like that should be the norm like you should be able to like manage work and your kids like i don't Mm -hmm. feel like you should have to pick between the two yeah and i love the fact that the pandemic like allowed companies to understand like listen we can function at home exactly Mm -hmm. you know they were trying to stop the money flow they were but i mean but like even my job like they were wasting money like i'm happy that they learned at some point like we have all these different buildings let's just close these buildings down send y'all home y'all can work from home Mm -hmm. and then when you need to get out in the field, you can get out into the field. Like, I'm happy that they actually, like, were smart enough to ask us. Like, they, and they did. Like, over time, they started asking us, like, what do you guys prefer? What works best for you guys? And I feel like it was just a matter of, like, them understanding, like, listen, we're wasting money. We got all these buildings around the city, and we literally can send them home. Mm-hmm. save money for the state, right. shut down some of these buildings, and if you guys need to be in the buildings, then you can come utilize them. But so. it's not even just that, though. I mean, you just got to keep in mind, if you have all your employees in the office and one is sick and you get the next one sick, then you got all these people on sick leave. Right. Yeah. So it's not productive. So right. Let me, let me be productive and send you home right. so you cannot be around nobody and keep this money coming in. So right. I mean, and I'm okay with that part. Point, I think they were looking at that, like, you know. How did we work that out? Yeah. 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 But I mean, yeah. it works. I like I mean, I mean, it was an adjustment, but yeah, it's still. Oh, I love it. No, I'm with y'all. That I was really one of those people that learned that I didn't really just like my job that much. It was really the people. Because once, <laughs> <laughs> once I was away from them doing that job, I was like, I love this job. I, like, I, was like, I need time to do it away from them. Yeah. 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 That works. I mean, so. Because you yeah. might not be that morning person. You know, be like, please don't start. Don't say that, please. I'm just going to walk through my desk <laughs> really fast. I'm going to walk in five minutes early where I can just sit down. Do you do like that? I, sometimes, yes. I don't feel like. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. That's me. I am that person too. Hold on, only because my mornings used to be like at ten o'clock in the morning. By the time I made it to the office, so like I could go in and be like, "Good morning." Good morning. Oh no, I work you know. at seven in the morning. Are you a good morning person? Oh, no. Mine's five thirty. I be at work five thirty. You know, I'm like, my day started long, so y'all even got here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even up by the time. <laughs> I'm, I'm trickling out eight thirty ish. Yeah, I'm trickling. Yeah, I was trickling in about 10, like, hey. See, that, that, they ready to talk. Yeah. <laughs> like I might be a little more cheery. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, 10. Yeah. yeah. I was but at 7, I'm like, but now, like, that's the other part. Like, my family is actually my family and not my work co-workers because yeah. that's the other part. 
you know, you spend more, like they said, you spend more time with your coworkers oh, than you do with your actual family. Right. Yeah. So I actually enjoy the fact that my family is actually my family. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. know, my kids are actually my family. That means something to me, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then that my coworkers get to be my coworkers. You know, exactly. I'll talk to y'all when I talk Over to y'all. Over the computer. Hey, right. you're a miss you. <laughs> right, I'll right. text you, I'll call you. We'll have get to do a, a lunch or something. Date, a lunch date. Yeah, something. But outside of that, I, I hated that, like, mentality of the fact that, like, that was something that people would say. Like, your your work family becomes your work family, and you spend more time with your work family than yeah. you do with your actual family. But, like, 2020 reversed that. <laughs> um, and that was God listening to me say, you, I hate this idea of this. I mean, right. granted, it was adjustment. Don't get it wrong. But at the end of the day, I, I still appreciate that. I so. think how everybody feels, like, with the pandemic and COVID, like, it's something that's bigger than all of us happening. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's yeah. changed everybody's lives. It's, right. like, yeah. the same way that all of y'all are saying that just from being at home and having all that time to spend with your family and do things out of your routine, like, it's showing you something different. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. It can't be a thin clear thing. It's like if you did it, it's a flex. It's like 
Yeah, like um, everything that they try to give one another is like they try to outgive one another. So okay. it's always bigger and more black. So like the yeah. chain that she bought whenever that baby was born. Did y'all see that? Like the blue no. ice ice daddy chain. Like yeah, that's oh, cool. like that's crazy. Like. But, but I mean, I guess it when the baby was born, when the baby was born, it was like the, it was a push present, hers to him. Like that was the gift. Oh, well, Thank you for my baby. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Hey, but you know what? I guess if you got enough money to play around with, like yeah, that, like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure some jewelers are probably literally giving them jewelry. Yeah. yeah, because yeah, like yeah. it looks good to be on you, yeah. and the fact that you like you can now promote me. And then, like, people are going to come to me because they see the jewelry that you're wearing. Yeah, so, exactly. I can see that, too. Like, but I, I can see it. him starting a trend, though, with, with his rings. I mean, you know, like a real yeah. Gucci fan, I can okay. see somebody doing that. Me, as a female, like, I wouldn't want my men walking around with big-ass rings. I think he's wearing it everywhere, though. It don't matter. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that Gucci man is a whole killer. Like, he, he going to do whatever he wants to, and nobody going to make yeah, him feel uncomfortable right. about it. Right. <laughs> but he's not that type of guy. Yeah, right. and I actually respect men who actually, like, if they have a different style, mm-hmm. but you exactly. know, like, I'm a man, and it don't matter what you, you stand think. up in it. Like, exactly. you can kind of tell, like, you they're confident. Well. Yeah. Yeah. They're confident yeah. in their own skin, and so it's kind of like, okay. Same thing with, like, if y'all think about Young Thug and the way that he went about his career, like, I feel like he was somebody who did shout about yeah. First of all, yeah. Young Thug came yeah. out, one, and then he's, like, a great artist. Mm-hmm. I don't care. That man wore skirts, and everybody talked about them skirts for 15 minutes. But his career has, yeah. like, outlasted them damn skirts. Don't nobody care he right. wearing well, skirts. He yeah. didn't just have skirts. He had painted nails. Yeah, nobody cares. Purple, pink hair, whatever color. I mean, what I'm saying, but if you... You know, it's like whenever you a man and you yeah. stand up and everything. Yes. Like, nobody ever played with Thug. Like, he can walk around in the blouses for years and nobody mm-hmm. played with And nobody cares. Like, yeah. Like, right. they're like, get on this track. Because he, like, had, he's so talented. It's and then when you listen to his music, you forget he wearing purple hair, pink fingernail polish, and skirts. Nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, so I guess. I know he has an influence. Yeah, you know, he does. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Like the music and his 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 talent has surpassed the weird stuff that he yeah. pulled. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, like that's Uzi Vert pulling like the whole satanic, that devil stuff, and now all of a sudden it's just little Uzi. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think that yeah. that's something. Hmm? He's just the little the little Uzi. Vert? No, no, he's still little, little Uzi Vert. But I'm saying like when he first started off, there was like a whole bunch of satanic things that he was promoting. Oh, oh, I didn't know, know that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, that's a valid point because, like, the same thing with that Playboy Cardi album that just came out. Like, yeah. to where he is identifying as a vampire, which you know what I'm saying. I respect everybody and whatever they outside thinking they is. That's fine. But it's just like the the satanic route, like with the is it the Baphomet or whatever it's called that he's talking right. about. It's like a lot of shock value stuff that they do. Right. And yeah. sometimes I'm like, even though y'all rich and famous and y'all have these platforms. I don't never forget like where I'm from, who I am, the people that raised me, and the things that I come exactly. from. Right. Like, I think about that, so it's like to see them doing. It, I'm like, you don't come from things like that. Like, right. Your parents are exactly. very regular people. You have a grandmother, normal family. Like, right. Some of that stuff that you going outside with an influence and pushing, that's not even who you are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's so, but so tell us who you guys are. As artists. Yeah. yeah. So so okay. so um, are you she is K or are you K O? I just go by K O. Okay. Um, with okay. my with my branding, I thought it was just a clever way to do it. Like remember whenever Diddy came out with the I am Diddy. I was like, if I put she is KO, they don't get it. I'm KO. She, right. she need her, whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it didn't connect that way. They just thought she is KO look cool. Everybody <laughs> ran with it. But yeah, I go by KO. Okay. 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 And mm-hmm. uh, Trip G. So like Trip G is short for uh, Triple G, uh, God, Goals, and Greatness. And um, nice. I just shortened it down to Trip G. I'm probably gonna shorten it down to Trip. Um, but yeah, that's where my name kind of originated from. No, that's fly. I never knew that. Trip, that's really fly. Trip, I, yeah. I, I, I like that. 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 I like
And so, kind of tell us a little bit about you guys so that people can kind of know who you guys are. Like, okay, um, I'm KO. I'm a rapper slash singer from Enid, Oklahoma. Um, I've been in Oklahoma City going on my fourth year now, like, uh, rapping and trying to build my platform. Um, like I said, we did a Puff Tour project with me and Clippers and Kush, and it's been like a, a great moment for me. Kush is like a, a household guy out here. He's been down in Oklahoma City for a long time, and I'm like the new cat in town just getting that name. So, it was great to be able to work with him and so first of all, from Enid. Yes, ma'am. Baby, I listened to your <laughs> albums and was I wouldn't have never thought you were from Enid. Yes, that just never. <laughs> the fact that you're from Enid, I'm gonna congratulate Enid for like producing this here. I mean, cause like um, she's got a song called Two A.M. Mm-hmm. and I'm like I was like listening to it on repeat. Um, can't leave. Yeah, that's Yeah. Like, I'm like, your albums are like, have now become like a part of my library. Thank you. I mean, I like it. I love it. Like, I was just like, um, she's dope. And I would have never thought to eat it. Enid, Oklahoma would have never come to mind. What's wrong with Enid? It's just country. It's just small. It's just different. Everything that she's saying is like very true. But that's why I stand so firm on wherever I go. Anytime anybody asks me, like, they always be like, oh, Oklahoma City. I'm like, I can't tell you nothing about Oklahoma City. I'm from Enid. Right. I was born and raised. That's where I'm from. That's what I know. Like, And I noticed, like, with meeting Oklahoma City artists and what they do out here, there's so much love for the east side and these high schools and areas that they built in. It's like, I'm not familiar. So I'm not going to play you like I know the area and I don't. Like, I'm in a very small place from you. So, yeah. I mean, and then, like, her style, like, uh, looking at her page, like, she's just, like, really, like, she's just a big personality. So I can imagine just being in Enid. Yeah. Like, being in Enid probably, like... Like it's small, it's country, it's not a lot of jobs. Like I went to college and graduated with Langston University. So like after that, it's only natural that you transition to the city. Like I couldn't get my college degree and then go back to Enid because it's like there's no jobs at right. Oklahoma City to do all of that. So I was here like trying to find my way, just working, but I knew the music was always my passion. So that's what I wanted to dedicate my time and energy to. So yeah, that's just what I've been out here doing. I mean, okay. I'm telling you, you're dope. So the fact that you come from Enid and the fact that your music sounds as great as it is and you have the look that you have, like, Thank shout you. out to you because I would have never thought that. Uh-huh. Like, I would have yeah. thought you were like a hidden gem somewhere in Oklahoma City, you know, Thank so you. many hidden gems here. I would have thought that because you have like that big city, like, look, like you Thank have you. that big city talent. And so I would have thought that. So that's great. Like, that, that's amazing. Yeah, no, I'm from the town. I used to think about like when we go out of town, people be like, yeah, I'm from Oklahoma. Yeah, yes. you know, yes. people do you like, yeah, you know, they ride horses, yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah. Right. That's what made me think, like, yeah. well, what, what does that look like? Like, girl, because Enid is so small. No, I'm no, right. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, right. I have a like, prison up there sometimes. We have a county jail, like, that it's not one of those small towns, like, where we just had a prison and it's just the wheat fields. It's not that. <laughs> we, got a county jail we, got, we got the Walmart, so we the town in the surrounding areas. Yeah, I don't know why I thought my brother was like the best. And Enid, right. he might have been in um, Arena. <laughs> was it Arena? One of them got a, got a what's the name? Well, yeah, Arena definitely does Enid. So, funny. Trip G. Yes, ma'am. Let's, tell us about you. Um, So, Trip G. Um, I'm from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Um, I've been doing this for probably about 10 years. I'm 25. I'm turning 26 in a few months. Um, Got a five-year-old kiddo. Single pops. Um, I mean, for the most part, you know, I just travel. Um, I actually just got back from Dallas like two weeks ago. I had a show out there and uh, linked up with one of my um, buddies out there. He a photographer. Um, but like I she said, you know, I just really try to stay low-key, duck off, but, you know, keep it consistent, grind, and, you know, 
just stay focused on what I need to stay focused on. Um, this year I dropped, well, last year, since we, was is the third? <laughs> so last year, third of January, um, I had dropped uh, well three EPs solo by okay. myself, and then uh, me and her had did the the joint hustle so separately. Okay. Um, but this year, I still got the same mindset, and like uh, every month, I be having these shows, uh, tripping friends and trippy nights. Okay, so like um, I try to book on like you know talent here in the city, um, Tulsa, wherever. Um, I actually had this guy come out from Dallas and perform with us a, a couple months ago. Shout out to D-Bag. Um, but yeah, I, I try to, you know, provide entertainment for the city and, you know, just put my put my part in, you know, but still stay out the way and remain on what needs to be done. So y'all have a show coming up in February mm-hmm. at Ice Event Center. Yeah. Yeah, where you guys are doing kind of the same okay. thing um, yeah. because JB's a part of it. Yeah. Um, and then you guys have a couple, of, a couple of other different, like, local artists that will be doing it. Oh. Um, yeah. uh-huh. only is actually like I'm gonna be releasing a new project uh, the end of this month, beginning of February. It's called In the Meantime, and um, members only like I try to do exclusive shows like like big up to Trip. Like he teaches me a lot. Like I, the thing I love about Trip is when it comes to music business, he's been outside doing it so long. But as far as like the business side of it, he's super resourceful, super educated. Like he provides a lot of guidance. So with me, I really wasn't open to doing like the local. Sets. Like my thing too. So if I show up and the sound isn't right and I didn't deliver the way that I thought I could, like it's a yeah. knock to me. So mm-hmm. it's like I'd rather present myself how I want to be seen. Okay. So for me, I right. wanted to throw my own shows and, and bring the artists who I've created with so that we can just vibe out. You know what I'm saying? Give them their time to get their shine. The same way that Trip did me. Like I'm an artist who came up through Tripping Friends and Trippy Nights. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. whenever he provides that platform to give you that look and introduce you to a new audience, that mm-hmm. was a great thing for me. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of new fans from that. So okay. I try to take the model and like create my own for the things that I'm trying to do. But yeah. Yeah, okay. So how long have y'all been working together? Um, me and Trippin' been knowing each other two, going on two years now. Yeah, going on two. Okay. Yeah. Um, she had did uh Trippin' Friends. I want to say was it twenty nineteen? Yeah. In the end of twenty nineteen. Okay. Um, it was actually with JB and, and shout out to JB. I saw one of y'all wearing them. Duck. Yeah, my guy out there marching right now. Um, that's actually my cousin. But yeah, we had did a show. I want to say it was like November twenty nineteen. It was like a Trippin' Friends or something like that. And um, ever since then, we kind of linked in. We did a single for um, New Wave, and then we just kind of took off from there. It was, let's say, yeah, about two years now. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what motivated you to get into, like, the music industry? Um, music, <coughs> music. Yeah, Oklahoma was, at that. I was music since I was, like, 12 years old. Like, music has just, my mom used to DJ. Like, she used to own a nightclub, and she DJed and all these things. It was constantly music going on in my life. But, like, okay. for me... I'm one of those people that's like, I'm super passionate about music. I don't love nothing in this world. Like, I love music. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. I found nothing in life that makes me feel the way the music does. So it's like, I feel like when you find your purpose and the things that make you feel like that, Mm -hmm. you have to dedicate your life to to chasing that. You know what I'm saying? Once God tells you, this is what I created you for. And it's not like in a space of confusion to where I don't know or maybe if it's good enough. I know for a fact. I'm telling y'all, like, I'm not out here on some maybe this will work, this is my hobby. It's like, no, I know for a fact this is what God put me on this earth is for. So okay. I do that ten toes down every day. Like, I know that. That's how I live my life. It's interesting, interesting you say that because have you guys watched the movie Soul yet? Not yet, no. It's definitely, like, in that space. So, like, when you, if you get a chance, go watch it. It's yeah. a really good movie. Like, um, I, I know it's a kid's movie. It. I, I know it's a kid's movie. It, but yeah. I know it's a kid's movie, but it's more tailored towards, like, yeah. adults. Right. I think, you, like, my son kind of lost interest, like, midway through. He was kind of like, eh, can we watch something else? And I was like, yeah, but I really like this. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I mean, like, the message, I was catching the message in it. And he was kind of like, okay, can we be done? But 
Um, it kind of reminds reminds me of that because that was his passion. That was his his mm-hmm. what he wanted um, was music. So that's really good. Like okay, so um, what inspired you? What so you said your mom inspired you and mm-hmm. has inspired you over time. What's inspired was, you? Um, my my pops. Yeah, I gotta act the musical parent. Yeah, my dad, he was, uh, <laughs> he, he was a producer and he rapped as well. But um, like I said, I, I've been doing it for so long. I was, you know, just, it was like I had like uh, training wheels on. And um, I had lost my pops in 2013. And um, ever since then, it's just been like full gear for me. So I would say around 19 to 20, that's when I really, you know, set up my life to really get focused with this. Um, I went back to school, um, got my um, um, degree in audio engineering taught myself how to do all that um so like for me that that's really my biggest motivation inspiration was my pops it still is my pops that's what's up that's what's up that's what's up that's what's up so the um the show that's that's happening in february who's Mm -hmm. all going to be a part of that um so my release party is going to be myself it's going to be a dj marky trick g jd neighborhood barbie um courtney lachelle yeezy and trey savage so the I fact that you guys have Courtney Lachelle, I just sent them a message about Courtney Lachelle. Yeah. I don't. I need to know. We have to put our. She's coming on because we getting home here too. Which one is? Yeah. Courtney Lachelle is the one I sent you guys the R and B artist. I don't know where she's been hiding yeah. Oklahoma City. I don't know City how like either. underground y'all y'all deeper into. Like I'm a Courtney Lachelle fan. It's like whenever I first found her, she reminded me of like a really young Tink. You know what I'm saying? Like and I love Tink. Oh my gosh, she oh, her voice is amazing. Okay. Her yeah. music, like she's on repeat with you. Like, I've literally, like, been like, okay, so that's the thing, like, I've, so I've started, like, a playlist that has Oklahoma artists in it, yes. um, oh, so that I can kind of, like, listen yeah. to all the artists when I, yes. you know, get, I as I start adding to that, yeah, so as I start adding, you know, um, so all my Oklahoma artists in there, but, oh my gosh, she's amazing, I know, I was, <laughs> and I saw her, let me tell you where I saw you guys, I saw her, we, she was at the um, OKC People's Choice Awards, okay. and oh, she walked you? by, and she was, she stood out to me, so she walked by, and I was like, she's really pretty. And it went on by my way. And then somehow she popped up on somebody something on Instagram. I was like, that's that girl from the People's Choice Award. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and then I went and followed her and then went and downloaded her music and was like, okay. I love it, yeah. Where's she at? <laughs> like, okay. um, I think I do remember you saying And that's that. the thing, like, Oklahoma has, like, this really, really deep, like, music industry that, like, mm-hmm. I think we are just we now really starting do. to dig into. And that we don't really understand, and we haven't like over the last couple of years, we've actually been um, privy to being able to like have access to. Yes. And um, I don't think Oklahoma recognizes the talent that we have here at all. But I think it's it also plays a lot into like your work ethic. That's yeah. what I've discovered too. Is like yeah. the artists who I, I spend a lot of time outside doing shows like the last few years, and the people who you cross over and over again, it's like they're as dedicated as me. Like that's okay. the same thing with me and Trip. We have a respect for each other's like work ethic, if nothing else. You know what I'm saying? Like. Trip was outside on his grind like I was on my grind. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and those, those are things you want to notice. Like, usual suspects, all of it comes together that way. Because it's like, the name of the name of us as a collective usual suspects came from, it don't matter when you look up what's going on, it's going to be either me or him. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, we going to tit for tat. Like, whenever it comes to the work, we going to be outside working. You know what I'm saying? So, that's what kind of developed our bond together. Like, just respect for each other's work yeah. ethic. Like, yeah. That's what's up. Which makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It's like us. Yeah, you know, like the like the podcast and the platform. Yeah, yeah. You cross a lot of 
of people, but it's like the people that you connect with, it's like genuine and they really out here and they heart is in the same place as yours. It's like, yeah. It's the same with us. Because like, a lot of people yeah. start and fall off. Yeah. Like you said. Yeah. Like, yeah. You dedicated to this. Right. Yeah. Like, and not only are you dedicated, but it's it's become a part of your like your life. It's a part of your language. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think that that's I think that that's a different space. Like just not just dedicated to it, but like it becomes a part of who you are. Right. A part of who exactly. you like when so yeah. when people see you, you represent your platform and you are right. a part of your platform. Right. Yeah. And so I think that that's like where we stand out. Like yeah. I think people notice that we constantly work on our well, platform. Consist- and we're, yeah. we're consistent yeah. Yeah. as hell. Like, and we work really hard on what we have. And so I think that that's kind of how we stand out. Um, like I said, we talked a lot about that. Like we didn't expect to win an award. <laughs> like that wasn't that wasn't it. But the city sees us, you know, yeah, and they're yeah. recognizing our hustle. They're recognizing our consistency. They're working, right. recognizing our hard work. So I mean, we're grateful for that part. Right. Um, See, I work with people like in the city mainly. Yeah. Like yeah. um, the more time that I spend outside in Oklahoma City, just rubbing shoulders, shaking hands, meeting new people, like. I always tell people I'm big on creativity over clout. Like, I don't care how popular you are, who you stand next to, what's going on. It's like, is the shit good? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, right. And it's a lot of people who maybe don't have the resources or maybe they just not, maybe they just not as popular yet. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, they're not getting a lot of opportunities, but it's like they still make amazing music. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, it's a lot of that going on, but just being outside, shaking hands and meeting people. Like, you never know who's a producer, who sings, who raps, like, who's a songwriter, what they do. You never know, but it's a lot of, like you said, hidden gems out here. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely a lot yeah. of hidden gems. Like, like I said, you just listening to your music, listen to your music. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't know where they been. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to download it because I I love local artists myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I listen to one of my favorite is Vino, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. And JB, I listen to like both of their stuff or whatever. It's it's some a few people that we've had on the podcast that I've listened to like over and over or whatever. Yeah. So I mean, it's just that you just don't know. Yeah. You know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and it's just getting the word out there to everybody. So right. do y'all write y'all own stuff or do somebody Absolutely. Yeah, okay. I'm not Absolutely. I'm not knocking no artist who does that, but it's just like it, it takes me back to the purpose conversation. It's like when God gave me something that I feel like this is the most amazing thing I can bring to the table, whatever you think of it really don't this for me and God, however you feel it's exactly. whatever. But it's like God right. is telling me this is the best I have to offer, so I have to give that every time. You know right. what I'm saying? Like or whatever it is, it just gotta be that. Like so when you started off, you said you started off at twelve. When did mm-hmm. you start off doing rapping? Poetry, Singing. actually. Like, um, oh, okay. I was in. You know, oh, like, these poets. I was you know, like, <laughs> are you a poet too? You a poet too? I mean, I can do it, but no, no. I'm not doing shit. Whenever you have like behavioral problems, they put you in the therapy program and they tell you okay. to write out your feelings. So that's okay. where really mine started from. They were telling me to write out my feelings and write poetry, and I would do that and like slowly but surely poetry started turning to rap like just once you get in tune with music and it's like oh this is the same thing they just rhyming and telling a story it's like once you get the cadence of it and how to actually do it it just comes organically so yeah okay. Okay. Uh, so we've had a we have a connection with a lot of poets yeah and yeah. i always say poets have adhd they yeah. are so in tune to so much in life like they have so much going on and they're so creative and I don't know if it's just because they're just creative, period. That's just, you know, I'm taking a creative person and then, you know, they're doing True. poetry and they're doing music and I they're doing art. I admire poets. I cannot yes. memorize a rap song to save my life. And I've heard them. I can, I can listen to it over and over for years and cannot remember it yes. to save my life. I mean, I remember parts of it. Yeah, you do like, Don't do that. No, I mean the whole song. Oh, like, like people like remember a whole song, but I mean, if yeah. you write it and it's, it's coming from if you, it's coming from you, it's and different. Your heart. Yeah, it's different. No, but I, I see people rapping stuff that's not even theirs. Like, I'm pretty sure you can probably rap a song that's not yours. Yeah, like, I know, but I'm this is what I'm learning, like, in my journey is that I'm really a person who's obsessive about music, you know what I'm saying? It's like, so she probably listens to it. I'm not a casual fan, yeah. it's like.
Like, yeah. if I heard a song and I love it, I want to go read the lyrics. If I love the lyrics, I want to go connect the dots in the story. Well, who is this to you and why did you love this? Like, what? I'm that. Oh, well. Okay. 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 So you're DJ. Like, well, yeah. I'm telling, like, I will get And that's that probably what you're like. catching. Because I thought about that one day. I was like, I wonder how obsessive a person has to be to actually stop and listen to music over and over and over and over yeah. again to actually catch the lyrics. Because some stuff, yeah. like, listen to, but y'all think about Busta Rhymes. <laughs> Like you never knew. Bust a bus. Yeah. Listen to Bust Rhymes, and you know some people get on like they are on TikTok, and they like. I'm like, there is no way. Like you literally have to stop, read the lyrics. I know. Come back. Don't know her. And that's Patty Labelle. Patty has a few of those. Patty is old. Patty is old. She's talking to the mic now. But yeah, to memorize somebody else's stuff and then memorize it at their feet. No, she she didn't write that. (laughs) (laughs) Sam Petty didn't write that. (laughs) (laughs) Memorize it. You did. That is a speed like listen. And Patty yeah. LaBelle probably didn't write none of her music. Girl, she probably had to go. But there's a difference between uh-huh. singers. Did you see the verses? I did a little bit of it. Like, girl, Who was the I'm not gonna lie. The last one I sat through was Patty LaBelle and Aretha Franklin. No, oh, girl, but Aretha Franklin did. Oh my god! Clearly, I didn't watch no, that Patty one. Clearly, <laughs> you said. Gladys <laughs> Knight. Okay, Gladys Knight and Patty LaBelle. Okay. Okay. Well, Patty LaBelle to be trying to be cute, had little designer shoes, all up there and stuff. She couldn't even, didn't even know. But did you see the ads for that versus? Because whenever they did it, it was giving shots of them in their kitchen cooking, and I was like, no, they had amazing careers because them houses was amazing. Really? Yeah. I'm one of those people to see like, it's so much shit to go on in the music industry where they they paint a picture of what it is, but it's like they wasn't really getting no money. Their business wasn't right. True. Right. They like one together, but it's like whenever they show. Patty and Gladys lifestyle is like y'all did it like you supposed to. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like once it's all said and done, this is still your quality of life. Yeah. You know right. Like, mm-hmm. I think that 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 told me everything I needed to know just from the way that they ran their careers. Like yeah, that meant everything so to me. So a label comes to you, offers you one hundred million dollars for your masters. Yeah. Oh, I'm taking one hundred million. I'm taking. I'm sorry because it's like streams <laughs> work. Yeah. It's like if they come on some some five thirty. No, I'm gonna just keep grinding because I can get five million, thirty million, just grinding it out, trying to run the business and figure it out. A hundred million, if I'm gonna take that for the music that I've created up to this point, and then still be able to create more, that's a great investment. A hundred million dollars, but okay. five million you wouldn't take. No, I'm not taking no. the five. Million. So what about you, your master? You take hundred million, million for oh, yeah, definitely for your masters. I'm sorry, like that's so okay. So does your master? You okay, go. so so does your masters like? So does your, so do you only do your masters on part of your music, like what you've already created, and then say, okay, I'll sell what I've already created for a hundred billion, right? Yeah, that's right. that's my But mind. then like yes. what I'm going to create after that is mine. Yeah, so explain mine. the whole masters thing. Okay, so to, and this is to my understanding, I'm still very early, but I try to grasp the basic knowledge of what it is. You know what I'm saying? So it's like with your masters, that's the rights to everything that you've written and music that you've produced and put out. You know what I'm saying? Like. It, it kind of mixes up with the publishing and shit too. Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm right, you know what I'm saying. Like on the back end, the way that you own it, that they stream it in movies or uh-huh. TV shows, okay. like how you get your cut, it's all a portion of that. And it's like if you're not familiar with the business, and somebody come outside and say, "I want to buy, I want to buy all of your water," and you say no, I'm going to get to drink water for the rest of my life. But if you're not educated, and somebody come say, "I want to buy all your H2O," and you're not educated, you don't know. Oh, I don't need no H2O. Y'all can take this. I'm not even thinking about right, that. Like right. it just 
depends on what you know and what that means to you. That's right. how I look at it. I mean, yeah. it's really up to you on how you create. Yeah, so I just having like a good it. team by your side, too. right? Yeah. Somebody yeah. knowledgeable. Somebody yeah. Yeah. That's how a lot of people yeah. get trust in the game because they don't have. You don't a good know. Team. Yeah, you, you really like, don't you know. Not knowledgeable. Yeah, really yeah. I, I don't blame yeah. nobody. I think it comes with getting fucked in the industry. Exactly. You don't know. It's right. only a hidden thing. It's like, yeah. If I never had three hundred thousand, and y'all telling me that. Y'all gonna take this percentage to do this, but y'all gonna give me two hundred fifty k up front. And that sounds like a great deal, and then y'all turn around and go make ten million off of me. But I didn't even know that that was possible. Exactly. Y'all right. Two hundred fifty k sounds yeah. amazing right now. Right. I'm exactly. broken good. That's right. like a great deal. Yeah. Right. I just don't know what you get on the back end. Yeah. Right. But a lot of people be like having it. people that be advising them wrong too, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So I mean, and I say that because I watched Leandra. She was on uh, Ileana Fix My Life, mm-hmm. and you could just tell like the team that was around her. You know, she was drinking every day, doing everything, yeah, but yeah. all they were about was the money. And she sat there and told them, I don't want to do gospel anymore. Yeah. And he's like, no, what she's trying to say is, and she like, no, I don't want to do gospel. He didn't want to hear it. Yeah. Because it's affecting his bottom line. Well, are you mm. a Leandria fan? No. Not necessarily. Mm-mm. I mean, I like her, but yeah, I, I mean, I, like I don't like yeah. her, but she's cool. I guess. But I mean, like, if you if you grew up in any type of, like, Southern Baptist church and you hear, like, when people say, quote, unquote, an anointed voice, like, yeah. God made yeah. this for that. Like, yeah. this yeah. Oh, that's definitely. Oh, so it's yeah. like with Leandria, that yeah. was my whole thing. I was like, her voice is so amazing. It it's is. like, the yeah. minute that I hear it, I know that God made that for gospel. That's not for R&B. R&B is great, and it's a beautiful work of art. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, it's something just sacred to what God made your gift for. Yeah. 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 But she had went on this rant, like, you know, F the church, F this, F that, yeah. or whatever. But there's clearly <laughs> probably something that she has experienced through her life yeah. that has put her there. And I think all Maybe. of us have gotten to that but point. But I'm going back to her it's, team, though. Her especially team when you... I, and I get that part too. I, I don't think the team was maybe the team wasn't good either. But especially when you're black, I think that it's hard, even in that space, sometimes to continue to have trust and faith in a space when people start to question. Like, cause we in a space of people questioning a lot of stuff. Very true. Their right. faith, their their yeah. upbringing, everything you've been taught, everything mm-hmm. you've been told. Like, you can literally go through like pages of stuff and be like, okay, so they told me this, but. All of this says this, you know exactly. what I'm saying? So we You're are right. in that period of that. Um, right, right, and I think sometimes yeah. it's easy to get lost in it. Um, but I, I'm with you. I do think her team like was she just like, no. no. She, she made a post, because I follow her on Instagram, mm-hmm. and she was like, she excited for 2021, got a new team, this and that. So she got rid of the people that was, you know, that, was, yeah. that wasn't good for her. You got to be careful with that. You do. Yeah. Yeah. And she said she felt like her team was eating off of her, is what she yeah. said. Yeah. You know, after it was all said and done. So you got to have a good team around you. Yeah. That's true. So Lil Wayne sold Masters, the Masters for Drake yeah, and Nicki Minaj crazy. for hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. That, that was a crackhead move. I was gonna say, let me tell you, the question that you asked me from this perspective, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like if I have Drake and Nicki Minaj, but Masters, this, is, this shows me to where like the business yeah. is so twisted. Because when Drake did that, um, I don't know if y'all remember when he did that Apple Music deal when he dropped Views, and it was such a big deal that. They were Apple was doing an exclusive deal with yeah, Drake, you know what I'm saying? And it was like sixty million. When it came yes. out the amount that they gave him, I said, Are you serious? He went in the meeting and thought as Drake, sixty million is enough. Right. As Drake. You as did Drake. a million streams the yes. first week. Right. And we don't even really know the honest rate. And I think that sometimes like, but that maybe also account to the fact that we're taught to be humble about our space and where we're at. 
So like yeah. a lot of times we don't wanna we don't we we, we look at just no, I don't know about being humble. I think that we just don't yeah. know. No, I think sometimes a, a lot, lot of times, times we just don't I know. think sometimes we are taught to be humble because sometimes I think that mm-hmm. people don't recognize what their value is. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe I think I'm worth sixty million. Standpoint. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. I, I maybe yeah. I, you, you're offering me sixty million. Sixty million is a lot of dollars, it's a lot of money, money right? So if you're money. offering me sixty million dollars as a big company like Apple, right? right. And then you're telling me like a hundred billion. You know, I may not think that my music is worth a hundred billion plays. I may not necessarily think that. I think that I say that because even just like dealing with JB from time to time, you have to sometimes. But I think that that's where it is. I think sometimes we we have that. So what do you associate? I don't know that everybody just doesn't being know. Humble. It's just maybe not knowing your value and your worth. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I associate with that. I would be humble. Because we would go in, if we went into a, say we walked into a meeting, right? And they said, y'all, we're going to give y'all $60 million each, right? But then somebody came back later and told us we was worth $60 billion. Yeah. You might be humble. We just don't know our worth. Yeah, no, I'm going to ask questions about that. No, but I do we, think we that some, I think sometimes some questions. people just stop and be like, okay, $60 million is a lot of money, yeah. right? Of course. Yeah, that's your process. Like and you said, yeah. I'm from the hood. I ain't got no money. I'm from nothing. It sounds yeah. But, but I, might, I might stop and ask, if you're Apple giving me $60 million, there's clearly something. So maybe that's where I, maybe I do have that knowledge to stop and say, you're, you're Apple. And you want to give me sixty million dollars? Mm-hmm. Why do you want to give me sixty million dollars? Yeah. But if I'm Drake five albums in, right? Like it's, it, he's not fresh Drake, so we exactly. don't know what it's gonna. It right. may be, it may hit, it may hit. Right. By now, Drake has solidified that every time he comes, he's gonna do those numbers every time. But I like, say that because I, I deal with JB, who will stop, and and no matter what, how big he gets, he still has like this humbleness about him. Like, no, I'm not that big. And you still have to be like, nah, brother, you got a figurine, you got shirt, you got all these different yeah. platforms, you want all this different stuff. And he still sometimes struggles with how big he is. And I do think that sometimes we like it is considered being conceited or considered being like thinking you're better than or whatever the mm-hmm. case may be sometimes, not necessarily knowing yeah. your true value. Yeah. Knowing your value. But I think like learning the, the <laughs> levels of like, I think the thing that I appreciate about JB, like, he's the closest artist who I've seen, like, at a ground level to where I can see somebody who's made realistic plays strictly off of their music. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's a lot of people come outside and rap forever, go city to city, state to state, and it just doesn't catch. There, there's not a real move being made. Like, JB's done some big things oh, just from, yeah. Being, from, yeah, yeah. from starting from a local artist. Like, if nothing else, that shit is inspiration. It's like, I, mm-hmm. I don't give a... I don't give a fuck how nobody feel about JB. You can't take away his stride. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I said if he stopped rapping tomorrow, you're gonna die a legend for what you did in Oklahoma City. You right. Know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. the things that you've made for yourself. Like I But he that, doesn't see that. He's so much but bigger than like it's just yeah, his work is his, 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 his uh rap career, he does so much. Right. You know, yeah, all the time he wanted to leave rap and play politics, he can do that. Right. But you did that from starting your platform for music. That's inspirational of anything else. And he used the platform. Yes. But again, like I said, he don't he don't see that. So like we all see it, right? We're all like great. You like you got a great platform. Platform. You're gonna be a legend in the city. Like and currently, right now, he's making noise nationwide. Like who in the city is actually doing that right now? Like who's actually advocating in a space for us that says you're making nationwide noise? Like I don't know that I know anybody that's right. actually doing that, right? right. Yeah. But he still don't see it. But it's so a I real think, place. I right. stand on the fact of making real. It's like whenever earlier on, like whenever I first came through Trick and Friends, like 
just to see strippers and artists and say, you got a night at a club, like, where they let you have this building and you fill it with whatever you want to and just do your thing, that's inspirational. Like, yeah. I'm from Eden where it ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if, if you get 10 niggas to know you rap, that was you, you set. Like, Trip has two different nights at two different clubs to where these are your nights at these venues to where you can come in here and do what you want to do. That's a realistic place. Oh, right. It's not here because you look cool. Right. You trying to make it seem like, oh, I'm a rapper, I got some chains, and I'm a flash right. money. No, he made a real play. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a business move. You have to have a conversation with somebody in the back to say, right, hey, exactly. Like, I think that those things hold value. Right. And that's the thing that I feel mm-hmm. like it, it sets the standard for once you start doing real business. Yeah. Like, right. a lot of people do a whole lot of shit, but it's not real business. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, right. that's just how I feel about it. I feel like they, there are people who make realistic plays. That's just it. And I think sometimes we just got to know that. Like, that, and that's all I'm saying, is that we, in order to actually know your value and to know what you're worth, I think sometimes we have to, like, step outside of ourselves and say, okay, listen, I'm not, I'm not giving you, uh, I'm not giving you Nicki Minaj and Drake's uh, masters for a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Like, that was a crackhead move. That was for a sure. crackhead move. I never, I, 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 I know because, there was some more stuff behind it, so I haven't got a chance sure. to read yeah, up yeah. on it, but, you know. But the fact that we like right that we all know that like right so we all know that so you like but it takes you back to business because Birdman fucked Wayne's business up early on you know what I'm saying so it's like Wayne catching up like ten fifteen years later and being like this is starting to bite me in the ass because the business wasn't right but you don't know right if I'm in the hood y'all y'all come up with multi podcast but you and your homegirls and your homegirl come in and say I have a great idea these people over here gonna get us this bag I'm gonna go ahead and give you two million dollars up front. Y'all from nothing. You thinking, oh, she made a play. Two million dollars exactly. up front sounds amazing, but she kept twelve on the back end. Right. And you didn't exactly. know. It, you right. Know what I mean, but it's like if you don't know the business and how it's being played, and then it's just somebody true. that you trust is telling you what right. it is. So I'm gonna always ask questions to that. Like, well, That's if you're giving me two million. What, what we worth? Because if you, because that, that's the thing. What we worth? Because if you giving me two, if you're giving me two million, yeah, yeah, and maybe that's just from like just listening and reading a different, a lot of different articles. Like maybe you, you guys said, like just not knowing, like reading a different, a lot of different stuff. I was like, well, because nobody gives you anything without some value to what they're giving you. Right. Yeah. Did right. y'all listen to uh, Solange's last album? Yes. Uh, no, okay, the one that had all the Master P interludes on it. Yeah. You know how Master P starts having a conversation about. If he was gonna offer me ten million, I knew I was worth a hundred. Yes, true. He wouldn't mm-hmm. come giving me that if I right. was worth that on the exactly. back end. Right, like, that's what made me say no in the meeting. I'm gonna keep selling these CDs out my trunk right. because I know that I'm worth something. Exactly. Right, right. came and tried to give me that. Right, so I know what I'm doing is yeah. worth it. Right, that's my thought process. Because you are, people are always gonna start low at the yeah, lowest possible. Yeah, right. I, I do know that they're not gonna start high. They ain't gonna start in the middle. They are gonna start as low as possible. And a lot right. of people accept low as possible.
it's just the music that I really love for my soul that I wanted to make. It sounded amazing to me, not just because it sounds good at radio. Yeah, right. have more right. control. So you I want to be independent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I want to, you know, make a hundred percent off of my own merch. You know, my own booking and the shows that I made, my ticket sales. Like I want all that coming back to me. Um, and just you know, cause like that's something I can pass down. Like yeah, that becomes yeah. a generational thing for my daughter, my little brother. You know, like if anything, God forbid, happens to me, um, before you know anybody else. Um, you know, that's stuff that go to my mom and, you know, yes. everybody around me. So I feel like if I don't sell out what I built, um, that's the foundation to my dynasty. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. It's funny how times have changed because people's goals used to be to be a part of a major record label. Yeah, but well, when you look at major record labels, you always think like. But y'all know it changed when it went from CDs to streaming. Because right. yeah, if they exactly. give you nine ninety nine a CD, okay, cool. But it's like once I find out. Yeah, it's great that you went and played my album, but they only paid me two pennies, like less than two pennies per song. Right. Year. Like, I really didn't make any money. Like, right. those people who literally go to iTunes or go to Google Play or Amazon Music and be like, I'm going to pay a nine ninety nine and buy that album. We get that whole $10. Right. Mm-hmm. If you streamed it, we got the fraction of the pennies. Like, it's, right. I, I'm amazed that somebody heard it, that somebody listened to it and think that it's great. But as far as, like, building the money under it, the industry is totally different now. There's no money in the actual music that you yeah, make. You got to do stuff on the show outside. And merch and, your endorsement deals and that's the shit that matters. Oh, the music okay. is not really making no money no more. Okay. Streams aren't worth nothing. Like, really? That's just what it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's amazing. That makes sense because our streams, like we streamed yeah. for two years, we made fifty dollars. Yeah, like when I got, one I mean, we had, like, made, I like, we had like we had like five thousand. We had like six, seven thousand streams by the time I cashed this out. I was like, all right, well, I mean, because it's only like point. One five. I mean, it's like so it's like already, right. So you know how the streams work then. Yeah, like you're not making like and it's and, and this is the crazy part. Like you got all these people listening and and people may go back re-listen and listen again. Like yeah. none of this say seven thousand for streams off a of podcast is a stat because it's like this isn't like music where you can go listen to two three minutes. It's like if y'all having an hour two hour conversation, it's like but y'all had seven thousand streams. That's impactful. You know right. what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. not a small stat to be like right. seven thousand yeah. streams on a podcast is a right. big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, like, like, like well, we, you're in, and we, and that was like, I cashed this out what in like September, and we hadn't even been on it that long. Yeah. We had been on maybe, back, we hadn't even, it hadn't even been like a year yet, but still, like, it was just like fifty dollars, and I was like, well, she wins. This is <laughs> like, the record labels making money then if it's if the money isn't in music anymore. But you know that the record labels are the ones who control is different from the physical to digital. So it's like what they've been able to do is hide what the value of an actual stream is. If me and Triple Artists from this level, and you tell us, okay, well, the stream is worth .25962. Me and Trip don't have a budget or a, a team big enough to come argue with a label and say that that don't make no sense. You mean to tell me if I streamed 100,000 times, you want to give me $1,000 and that's it? Right. Like, yeah. off of 100,000 yeah. streams. Yeah. Right. But if I'm not an artist that's in the position to go to war with you about that and I don't have the money for that, right. I kind of got to eat that. I right. got to go work yeah. harder and grind out on tour. I got to make more creative merch. I got to find other ways to make the money if these people on the back end are going to play me. Like, right. And there's nothing that I can do about it. Right. Yeah. And there's so many other people. Like, at this that's point, you're able to kind of create and make your own stuff. So, like, you can you can create a, a platform. You can put your own stuff out onto Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you can uh, Apple Music. You can put your own stuff out on Spotify. You can do yeah. that, like, yeah. and so when you have that space of being able to do that, then they tell you they determine the value, right? They you determine can, your they value. You, they give you the right to put mm-hmm. it on there, but they determine what it's worth. Yep. and that's the problem. It's like, yeah, anybody can sign up and upload that music, but no matter how you go about it, we saying that this is what we're gonna pay you every right. time you play that song. And right. There's nothing you can do about it. Right. So yeah, I mean it's 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 so no negotiations or nothing. This no, is what we're not at this level no, at all. No, like this is me. Like even small stuff with me and Trip, like trying to get our projects uploaded online and like 
my trip has a unique name. Like Trip G, I don't I'm not gonna meet a thousand artists named Trip G. So whenever right. you go to search Trip G, you're gonna find him. When you type in KO, it's a million KOs. Yeah. So whenever Trip was trying to get like our stuff put up on streaming, trying to connect it to the profiles where my music is, the KO is me. Okay. It's like we can't email the, the streaming platforms and say, Well, this isn't the correct artist, can y'all sync this to this? We small fish. They don't care. Okay. Like yeah. they don't care when Rihanna calls and say my song showed up on the wrong thing. <laughs> right. At this level nobody gives a damn. Right. Yeah. We gotta pay in just like everybody else and upload our music just like everybody else, but there's no guarantee of anything. You right. Know, we just be happy that you were able to create and get it out there for the people. Right. Like oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because like I said, you have to bond in a different way. You do. You got to get creative. You do. You got to find new ways to get out there. And that's when it really becomes being an artist. Like, you can't just be a rapper or a singer. Like, you really have to do the whole thing. And that's what makes the entire job difficult, you know? Like, booking your own shows, traveling, that comes out of your pocket, getting your merch. You got to pay for that merch up front and then hope that you sell it to get that money back. Yeah. Um, And then on top of that, you don't get money from your stream. So you you really just, you really, you really losing like your first, you know, five years or so, unless you get signed and then, you know, everything pop off for you, you really losing financially. So it comes from the passion. Like, do you really want to do this? Yeah, true. Well, I'm glad you said that. I was like, because it sound like us. I mean, like, that's literally our, that's our, that's our thing. Like, you know, people think, you know, if you thought we got money, we ain't get no money. You know, this right. is a passion for us. Yeah. You know? right. yeah. So, like, every, the merch that we purchase and sell, the th- the travel, the all of that yeah. is is exactly. us. But we're going into other podcast. business ventures that we um that we feel that the podcast will help us. Oh yeah, yeah. right. Raise that. So kind of like what you talked about. You know, I'm using the music to get to where I want to be. Right. Yeah. Like, so it's kind of like creating other ventures and right. yeah. doing other businesses. But I I don't ever want to take away from the fact that the the aspect of being creative is the most important thing. Like whenever Trip yeah. told me that. that really is the shit that sets you aside because it's like with me the same way you said i wouldn't see you and know that you was from a small town like me this right like, all the artists that i love like missy like the little kid like miss like everybody who came before me that i saw and it's like they always look larger than life no matter what level it was at or how they was presented right. it looks like it's something at every stage that it was at like right. i would have seen Nicki minaj on them on them hood dvds back in the day like oh this girl's gonna be a star she's dope she got personality yeah. i like the way that she dressed she's selling it you know what i'm saying right so like whenever you're an artist and you come outside and you do it you can't think you already got it made you got to give me something i'm not seeing every day whenever right. I come out here. Like, right what is it that you're doing that everybody else isn't doing because the right. bad thing about music is once something works everybody, everybody does it good they all right. do it and they don't even do it good it's right. like you i don't know the, the the aspect of being a creative is so important to me it's like I'm, I'm in here for those of you who don't know i'm in here with my videographer aaron and we have a lot of those conversations so like whenever it's time to sit down and do those music videos he's a creative and i'm a creative so I can give him an inch and he can run a mile because his brain is seeing the picture that I'm painting totally different than I'm seeing it. But whenever you bring multiple creatives together and people who have great ideas, you'd be surprised what the hell you can make happen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same shit with me and Trip. Like I told Trip, like I feel like we're artists who what sets us apart is that we both write hits. We don't write the same type of hits. Like I try to cater to a certain audience and Trip, Trip learned how to master. Trip won't take the strip club. Trip won't take the radio. <laughs> <laughs> he makes that type of music, and I'm one of those people that's like, if you do something, you do something I can't do. I love that. How did you do that? I, and it's not that I want to steal your life, but I want to learn some of that for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like with Trip, he's learned the art of simplicity. Like I, I overanalyze everything that I do, but like Trip will be simple. Like this should be cool. You know what I'm saying? Just, just chill. Just do you. Don't be yeah. all worked up about it. Just let it be whatever it is. But it's like. He comes to the table with like ideas of how to work his brain in ways that nobody else is doing, and I think that that's important to being an artist outside, especially at this level. Mm-hmm. If you want somebody to see it, you gotta yeah. do shit ain't nobody else doing. Yeah. Right? Nobody else haven't came, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but 
I haven't heard nobody else coming with a um, female male collab project like how we did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, big league or locally, you know. But um, I'm not gonna doubt if people do it. And shout out to the people that we inspire. I'm I'm growing up and not trying to look at people as like um, thieves or copycatters or whatever. You know, I'm trying to look at like a, a inspiration to people. But um, right. it do get to that point to where it's like you have to change up every season what you're going to do. Because once you do this and people see that, that if that Love works, they're going to jump onto it. Now they didn't watered it down. So you got to move on to the next thing. Yeah. And, yeah. Hey. Yeah. I agree. Now, I heard yeah. that Roddy Rich was taking a break because he's trying to. Tap into his creative side. He got to. But I love that though. Like, People stole his sound <laughs> like crazy. Yeah, a lot of artists like, <laughs> it's like, it's the same thing saying, like whenever it For hits, real. it don't matter what it is, whenever it hits, everybody's going to try to do something that's already been done. And I'm one of those mm-hmm. people that it's like, I'm not against good artists borrow, great artists steal. It's nothing that hasn't been done under the sun. Right. 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 Seeing all like, right. Anybody can rap, write you a song about their personal life, it's been done before. How are you presenting it to me in a way that I've never seen it before? You right. know what I'm saying? So it's exactly. like, it's, it's almost to the point to where it's like, I'll go back to, they, everybody wants to get stuck in the 90s and oh, this is when music was the golden era and this is, and I'm, I'm not saying that they wrong, yeah. but y'all forget that like, the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, all exist. Right. There's all these amazing artists who you haven't mm-hmm. even tapped into that you can go and be like, wow, this is some amazing shit. Like, I wonder how this would feel in 2021. Right. Right. Like, right. But, right. But, and I do love covers. I love like, a really good cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I love when an artist can take a cover, flip it around, and make it their own. Like, I immediately thought of yeah. Jacquees. 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 Yeah. I'm not going to say he's Jacquees. I love Jacquees. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like him too. But you know they was going in on him because he yeah. wasn't everybody's yeah. cup. But Jacquees, yeah. right. this is the thing. Right. Like, when Quees come in and, and Quees is like, he's found a unique, he has a unique tone in the way he yeah. presents it. I, if you've been in high school and you know that it's no knock to Queens, but it's like once you've been in high school and you know the nigga who wasn't really vocally the strongest, but he he could get his note off. They gonna sing all up and down the hallway. Everybody know they sing, even if they the best one. The fact that they gonna keep it going and be determined and keep doing that shit, you gonna get somewhere. Who like, gets mad about that? Consistency gonna get you right. Consistency yeah. gets like, you a lot of places. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like literally, you can do almost anything if you're consistent enough Man. to do. Somebody it. gonna see. Somebody gonna see right. it. Even if this, people get caught up in this Oklahoma shit, and I'll be like. It's no way that we're going to spend all this time outside doing these amazing things and at some point somebody's not going to see it and be like, you know what, I'd like to be involved with them and what they do. Right. Let me exactly. see what that can offer. Right. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's right. going to see it. It's like right. if you're just outside doing that year after year, it's going to catch somebody's eye. Like, right. right. You're right. That's true. You're right. So who are some people that y'all want to work with as far as like... Artists or... Artists, I'm going to say for sure off top, Missy, Beyonce, uh, Drake, Jay-Z. Like, I'm, I'm a fan of the storytelling art of music. Like, I don't feel no type of way that Beyonce is not the strongest writer. I love the fact that it's a gift that you can hear a record in its roughest state and be like, this is going to be a hit. That's a gift within itself. Right. Because some of those songs, like, I don't know if y'all remember when the Drake reference tracks came out from Quentin Miller, and it was like the guy who originally rapped those songs. It's like, if I would have heard this with Quentin Miller, this would have never been a hit to me. Right. I wouldn't be like, this shit going to go. Drake took that and made that. Oh, no, that's that. Right. But it's like, it's a gift to be able to hear it in its raw state whenever it's nothing and say that this is going to be that at this level. I right. think that that's a gift. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Right. I do like that. Um, she's had a couple of hits that way. But she was just like, we were literally just sitting in the, um, in, sitting in the room. And I'm trying to think which song was that. Um, one of the booty something song. One of them songs. And it became like a hit. She was just like, we literally just playing around, playing around in, the, in the room. And okay. everybody put in, we put it on the track and laid it up on some music. And here we are. Like, it's like selling millions of dollars worth of music. I mean, so I think... I think that that's a gift as well to be able to say, look, this is going to work. 
Let's put it out there. Let's yeah, do it. Let's try it. Let's take the risk. What right. does it matter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she does a lot of that. It's like, it's a, yeah. it's an artistic, like, it's definitely an artistic method that everybody don't have. Because it's the same argument that I'm making for us. Like, it's a lot of people outside that rap, but everybody don't make hits. Right. right. A lot of that shit right. is not going to work at radio. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's amazing right. that your, your, you can put syllables together and rhyme. <laughs> right. Like that. But it's like, is they going to play that between Drake and Rihanna? Right. Is that going to fit the vibe? Of, is that really going to be that? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's the kind of part where you learn the things that. These are great creatives, but they don't write hits. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Right. What about you? Um, I'm going to have to go with uh, Wiz Khalifa, uh, Young Dolph, Currency, um, Big Sean. I can and see those really, artists in you. Yeah, yeah those are really <laughs> Wiz and, 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 and Big Sean. Those are two that I would say I really got my style from, just as far as the flow and, like, you know, my style and the content I come with. Um, but, yeah, those four, definitely. I oh, yeah, actually love like um, I love sure. two chains. I love two chains for sure. When you say two chains, like listen, <laughs> I like Big Sean too. I like Big Sean too. But listen, I will go on a whole week binge of two chains. I love two chains that much. Yes, I love two chains. He is another artist that's like the same way that I, that I tell y'all like the the art of making a hit and keeping it simplistic and not overthinking it. Yep. Two chains is somebody who mastered that. Yeah, like, when Trish tells you those the artists who was influenced, I don't know if y'all like how familiar y'all are with Trish's music, but like whenever you hear him, Trish is like somebody. I, I love that he says that because organically the way that he grows his brand, all of that makes sense. Because like whenever I it think sounds about, like that's what I said. Currency, it's definitely or, yeah. or artists that he named, they are very organic artists. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It wasn't like no clout or they caught a hit. It's like they grinded their ass off and that shit came and then they consistently go hits. Like, yeah. 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 I don't know. That's just how I feel. Yeah. yeah. And I take it. Because I, I, like, listening to your music, when I saw I said that, like, when you said Wiz Khalifa, I was like, I can see that. Yeah. When he said Big Sean, I can see that too. <laughs> like, I can't. I can, I can see that in there. And when you say Missy, I can see Missy because we yeah. had this discussion about a Missy picture one time yeah. um, that you posted. Yeah. And I thought it was the most, I thought it was very classy. Yeah. Good. She said it was kind of ratchet. But <laughs> I, I didn't say the picture was ratchet. I said the hairstyle was Definitely Eve, ratchet. too. But even no, Eve, like, but I do no, think no, that there Eve are some. Is like, as far as female lyrics, yeah, Trip, I'm so glad I forget yeah. that every time. Oh, it's like, <laughs> Eve don't get her just due to she being don't. like, she, she should. She she her discography is like a female rapper. She wasn't yeah. somebody that, like, I don't think it was all about Billboard hits. It's like the art of really being a female MC. Like, she yeah. came in with exactly. that aggression. It's like, no, you won't respect me as one of those. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's the artist that I try to be. Like, me and Trip did, um, whenever we did the new wave track, like, I'm always the artist that come in. It's like, I want to be just a girl, a girl rapper, you know what I'm saying? Like, rapping about social I want to be respected as a female MC. Like, it's really right. important that my pen is respected. Like, and Eve is one of those artists. I'm sorry, like, she don't get talked about enough, like, with her discography and the hits that she, I'm praying that she go, because what I'm learning is growing in the industry, everybody wasn't writing everything, but it's like, what I know, <laughs> the Eve that I know, the Eve that, that you I know, up on, it's like, yeah. I never heard a woman like rap with so much aggression, but still yeah. maintain her sexy peel. Yes. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. He was one of my favorite. Yeah, I like yeah. yeah. Growing yeah. up, I used to, I wanted her cat. I wanted some cat cat clothes. She set that whole trend. Like, yeah, I got she did. Did you? Yeah, I did. They were like leopard, like leopard clothes. Yeah, right on her okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I wanted on my thigh. I was like, I, I didn't want it up here, but yeah, I, I wanted on my thigh. But she was yeah. like hot as hell as an MC. Yeah, I remember like growing up, like you wanted to be. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I wanted to be yeah. like Eve. And like I wasn't seeing a lot of women. Like I started her and Missy. It was like yeah. that they hair short, ready, yeah. doing shit like that. It's yeah, like, it's something about like women who can shave their head and then like because like, it's like the way that you maintain it. You know what I'm saying? Like
the finger waves, and I was like, that shit is fly. Like, I don't yeah. know how y'all did it or what happened, but it's fly. And, and that's what I was like, trying to tell them. Like, the way that you, like, it, it, I don't think everybody can pull off the colored hair. Everybody can't do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, in her picture, like, the way she pulls that shit off, I think that every person has their own style, but I think that some people can pull it off and make it look really classy. Yeah. Okay. And it looks like a completely different look yeah. than what, like, we would think. Like, I don't think, like, yeah, don't put color her on me. It's not going to look well. I could probably but I think Mika could, could pull off some, 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 some looks. You know what I'm saying? I, I think she could. I and could I think it would look very hair. classy on her. That's what I would wear with it. Yes. pull off a color her. Do y'all think I can? No. No, we go. No, yeah, we all like that. No. <laughs> but I said I couldn't do my damn hair. I said I couldn't no, do it. Yeah, but, but I, I think mean, that it depends on like your persona, who you, you hold. Girl, yeah, right. First of all, I wanted to point out the fact that for the New Year's Eve, New Year's, she had on the flyest damn green dress yes, I ever saw. Did. We can't ever get our ass to even figure that out when it comes <laughs> to that. I said. I looked at her picture and said, oh, she be playing us. <laughs> I, was like, oh. I did. I bought myself. Look at her. Oh, okay, so that's what we need. We gonna, Next time we'll call Ayo and then he can give us the He didn't even know what I was wearing. Until okay, but we're going to make sure that he knows that he's a part of it so then that you come with what you need no, to come with. No, New Year's with. Eve is different. You kind of got to dress no, up no. Don't you? Kind of got to dress uh-uh. properly. Step it up a little bit. Listen, listen. When we, when, we, when we do events and stuff, we always have to check to make sure that we know what she's wearing because we're not exactly sure. She'll look like Sunday and we'll look like we're going out on Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> surviving through this time and um you know growing with my daughter um being able to like separate the two you know like this time that i before covid i was just all over the place i didn't really have like a schedule um like i said i'd be doing it all by myself and then no knock to my you know bm you know she got on her way but like um just like the way that we went went through everything with court and all that like she primarily with me so 
just having to figure out as a single father how to raise a, a, a daughter um, through this time, it, it, it's been tough and challenging. But for the most part, um, just being consistent and for 2021, staying consistent with it. So I'm going to say shout out to you because I, I don't think a lot of men get the flowers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of men don't get their flowers and a lot of people don't give men their flowers for taking care of their kids and being primary caregivers of their kids and grinding it out when you're doing it. That's a grind. Yeah. And I think y'all learned that appreciation for single women who are doing right. it. That's, yeah. you, you know, know right. you speak first. That's where all <laughs> that come from in my mom. And, but you're right though, like just, mm-hmm. um, Knowing now, like how hard and difficult it is being a single parent. Yeah. I don't know who gave it the green pass for dudes to not step up. You know what I'm saying and leave it all on women, but I, I take it with the full responsibility. So it's like that's yeah. why but I'm a leader. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to you, because I'm gonna say like that's big. Yeah. Yeah. That's what We're gonna get some sound effects on here eventually. I'm gonna I'll edit it in. Okay. But no, like in, in real life, I want to give you it. big big ups to that. You know, yeah, I love, yeah, I you. have seen black men with their, their children and the more, it's like a growing trend. Yeah. I yeah. appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Right, more and more black men being with their kids, doing things with their kids, being actively involved with their kids. Yeah. And not just because you with the mama. Yeah, no. not just because you're expected to do it, but because that's genuinely something you like are doing, you and that's something yeah. you genuinely want to do. Right? I finally got mine today. But no, I genuinely appreciate <laughs> that. So shout out to you for that. Thank you know, because the pandemic probably got you. But you know, but like that's my job, so I don't want it to be it like is. something special. You know, like where it's like, oh, well, you doing it? Shot, like, right. I'm, I'm gonna be in the boat with y'all. Like, no, we're right. running out with y'all. That is your job. Oh, real talk. Like, it's time everybody need a pat on the back right. and be like, good yeah. job. Yeah. 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 That's that. it's, not, it's not just the fact that he does the job. It's like, he love that baby out loud. You know what I mean? We go and we, we, <laughs> we be outside working. He'll pull up a ride with him. The baby be in the cut. And I'll be like, you know, that it's just the way that he love her. And that's the thing yeah. that make me love Trip more. Right. The fact that, like, I love that. You really are exactly. out here for this little girl and doing right. everything possible to make sure that she's yeah. good. Like, that's I'm, I admire that. Yeah. And fathers, and fathers don't understand the impact that they have on their children mm-hmm. when they love them like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially you know, a man with a little right, girl. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When you sure. love her like that, she will forever know that you love her like yeah. that, and then she will forever seek someone who loves her like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I think that black men need to understand that. Like even with like our sons, like because they need to know like that they not just that mothers love them but they have to know that their fathers love them because they right. get a different yeah. there's a different level of confidence that comes oh, along with their fathers loving them yeah. and so that's that's dope oh, as hell like, like you know she gonna be like my daddy loved me yeah, yeah. oh yeah i know my daddy loved me you know yeah. my daddy wrote for me you know and when a man come up and he selling some fuck shit she gonna be like that's fuck shit
Right. Right. Hold on. And we've all we've all parented into adulthood at least one of our kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so when you get to that point, yeah. you're like, damn, I need them little jewels. Because mm-hmm. yeah. them little, little hard-headed ass teenage kids you get. Grown adults. Grown adults. My son said, only when I'm PMS and you're not a good mama. <laughs> <laughs> like them little, them little, little time, he said, you're not a good mama. Yeah. Right, them little young adults and shit. Like that, <laughs> that make you be like, so you need them little, you take, you better take yeah. every one of them little, them little congratulations you get now. Because okay. at some point in your life, you're going to be like, look, I know I taught your ass better than this shit. That part. Right. Woo. Right. I, I taught you better than I told somebody the other day. It's kids. easier. No, okay. It's Thank easier God. parenting no. little kids. You know, we all wanted them to be adults. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. But it's so much easier yeah. parenting little kids because you kind of just tell them what to do. And they, and they do, do what you say. And they do what you say. So, I mean, and that's it. And even if they not, even if they kind of give you some pushback. You still can kind of assert some authority or some, you, can get you know, that look back in the day. Can get, I can just get yeah. that look. And but when they ask, now, you know what I'm saying? Now, oh, because you said so. They right. right. Yeah. Oh, they look at your yeah, ass I like, said so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like as like your little young adults and shit. You'd be like, no, and then they'd be looking at your ass like, and so you what? You asking more than one, right? Like what? So what you think you gonna get from this? Like, yeah. And okay. your authority kind of, you almost like, well, shit. I guess you are 18, huh? No, I mean, girl. no. I text my son some stuff this morning. He yeah. gonna say, "Tbh." So I'm start off. He's to be honest. What <laughs> <laughs> a long text, right? I was like, Not telling your mama to be honest. <laughs> to be honest, okay. <laughs> but when I say to you, like the older they get, the more you like. Just go back to being little, because I used that to think part, that that's. No. I used to think I wanted you to be being. I don't want you to go back. To being Let me ask y'all this: Just all of y'all's parents, period. Like, mm-hmm. do y'all have moments where y'all look at them kids and like see y'all selves and the things that they do, even the things that you don't like? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, oh yes. telling me like child stop hitting your head it's yeah. gonna hurt and I just kept banging cuz I feel like some of my life I was literally intentionally doing shit that just didn't make no sense right and now I had this 18 year old who's doing shit that don't make no damn sense and so now I'm having to sit back and be like damn that was me yeah so like mm-hmm. me like stepping and saying like so sometimes I have to kind of be like no you know what cuz I learned my lesson the way I learned my lesson but I've had to come my mom and be like you know what I'm thank- thankful you're still alive and I'm able to tell you thank you yeah but right. you know your patience and thank you for everything you put up with with me. Right. You know, life. I love right. you. Like that. Yeah. Like, like I had to pick up the phone and call my mama. Like I'm parenting somebody else, and then at some point they gonna parent somebody else. Yes. And they call back to the source and be like, hey, look. You I'm know what? Like, Cause yeah. you know what the hell you was talking about. And there was times that I like I was literally sitting here doing shit that didn't make no sense. And thank you for putting up with me enough to love and loving me enough to know that I just yeah. just was doing whatever the hell so like right. yeah you see yourself like yeah you do she yeah. say she ready for her kids to get back little I'm ready for mine to get older and have their own so they can <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I'm ready for so they can get it back I just need them I need her to come out of this I'm in between to down yeah. the time to hey, get out what, the what is it what is it called so what what show is that um like you, you know it was a um it was a show that everybody was watching I can't think of the name of the show but it was the in between Y'all know what I'm talking about, Stranger Things. Okay, mm-hmm. I never watched that. Yeah. Shit, 
that we in the in between. I need her ass to either get on the other no, side or come back to life. One of the two, we in the in between right now. And I, and I promise you, I think that's where we're at. We're in the in between. And she, like, is that where I, you know, as a parent, you still take care of me, you still provide yes. for me, you still love me, right? But I'm not old enough for you to be like, do this shit on your own and walk but away. we all have in-between children. We, we all got the in-between. Baby. Shit, they all I'm, in that I'm dark space. Y'all need to, hold on, look, I'm just going to show y'all one scene of this shit. Y'all going to be like, yeah, that's where the hell we are. Maybe. <laughs> the in-between. But I need me to get past that in-between. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get the in-between. So what about 2021? What's something that y'all want? Y'all got, no, do y'all have any actual New project. Projects. Yeah, new projects. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, like I said, where I work at is the way that we work. I'm I'm about two and a half in right now. Um, my plan is to try to do four projects next well this year. But um yeah, the first two and a half is already done. You know okay. what I'm saying? So okay. I'm gonna drop the first one um early February and then I have like I'm just gonna keep each quarter trying to, you know, top it. Well I can't wait because um, thirty six hours is on straight repeat. No, and I love that you say that one because like everybody who finds me, they always find me from Gentleman's Fur Blinds and 2 a.m. and like the, the poppy songs. But 36 oh, Hours is like a project that was me like really personally what I was going yeah, through. Like, things, like, so it's like 36 it Hours is so, tough. Yeah, so and and, and, and it's, um, like, yeah. if there's a song at the end, what's the last song? Till next time. Till Til Til next time. Everybody oh my it. God! <laughs> I said I'm putting this on repeat. You do not understand. Thirty six hours that album by itself. I cannot wait to hear your new project because I was like, listen. Yeah. So what she's you, um, speaking um, to my heart right now. Um, I do unique project titles for all of my because, like I said, chaos you can find anywhere. But like you type in "Gentlemen's Fur Blinds," "Illest Bitch Alive," uh, thirty six hours, I'll pop up. Like you'll see chaos there. Okay. You just type in chaos, you're never gonna find it. Man, it was like dope as hell. I was like, "How did I?" And trip, did trip got any upcoming projects? Upcoming um, projects. Yeah, so I actually do have one I'm working on. Um, um, I, I want to get out, you know, sometime by spring, um, but there's no rush to it. Like I said, I, I was on the gas last year, so I'm not forcing anything if I can't, you know, get to it. But um, I got that project coming, and I'm I'm, I'm working on another uh, joint project, but it's with my producer this time. We're doing a um, part two. To one of the projects that we did before, yeah. So we we try to you know get that going, but uh for the most part, yeah, you know I got some heat coming. I'm gonna just try to push with singles and visuals though. Okay, okay, nice. You got a lot of songs, girl. She got a ton of albums. (laughs) (laughs) A man, I was like, like, listen, where did she? I mean, and not no no disrespect, trip. You know, I get it, but like I love. Like I'm a huge like I love female artists because I feel like there there takes a certain level of confidence to be a female artist yes. and a, and to survive and to continue to keep pushing and to keep working yeah. and so like just to listen to her her art and like listen to her um, mm-hmm. al- her like portfolio I was just like oh my gosh where has she been it's the same with Courtney like I was just like where the hell have they been like and where did I how did I miss them I told her off rip like I like the fact that she can make music that appeals to like all women yeah. you know what I'm saying like you know you got nasty and you got your ratchet and you got you know your stripper this or that but like her music i feel like appeals to all women you know? right so like even for me i'd be bumping her stuff like that's no yeah that was no nah, that was that's a big deal to me like trip had sent me some um some insta snaps of like him listening to my album and it's just like with me as as a woman like they they say my music is like pussy empowerment music because i'm pro women you know what yeah. i'm saying i'm not bashing me i'm just pro women yeah but it's like for Trip to be like, no, I'm a, I'm a grown ass man. Like, and I sat down and played that shit. And this song right here, this my shit. It's like right. a big man. You know what right. I'm saying? So it's like, it's connecting the way I need it to. It's once right. it's past that. Right. It's not even about the message. It's good music. It's right. Good. It's, so, great right. Music. Right. it's great music. It's great music. Yeah. So, what's your favorite song that you've uh, that I've released so far? Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to go to, well, 
if you're talking about singing, I'm going to go till next time for sure. Like, that's my favorite. But it's mm-hmm. probably the outro from Illest Bitch Alive because it's, like, my most motivational song. It's, like, okay. off all the steps I've been able to achieve. Like, the same way y'all feel about winning award-winning podcasts. It's, like, just me being able to be, like, damn, I've made a, say, a name for myself in Oklahoma City. Like, that was a moment to where it's, like, this is a big deal to me. Like, I'm from Enid. Like, when, when 10 people knew me, and I, I thought that was the greatest thing in the world. Like, yeah. to come to the city and be able to do Tower Theater with JD or do a project with Trippie who's been outside for 10 years, like, do a household name here. I'm nobody here. I just got here. Yeah. But it's like, that's a step for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, those are a big deal. Like, so, yeah. That's what's up. What yeah. about yours? Um, I'm going to have to say Sipping on Trump. Uh, I just dropped it this year on my project, uh, Dying. But I say that one just because, like, I produced the beat. Um, you know, I put everything together for it. And uh, shout out to my guy, Cortez, mm-hmm. um, long friend of mine. We, he's a feature on there. But, like, just the melody, the vibe, you know, um, topic that I came with, I got to say, like, that's my favorite, favorite right now at this point at all my songs I got. Okay. okay. So where can people find you guys at? Um, I'm on all social media at She Is Tao. No dots, no spaces, no crazy spelling, just She Is Tao. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Trip G official, no extra stuff, all together, Trip G official. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for having this us. This has been a deep conversation. Um, I appreciate you guys. Um, actually, like, yes, thank y'all for I hadn't heard of you guys until, um, well, actually, no, I had just heard of you. And then um, it was crazy. Xavier, like, reached out. So I feel like I had, like, followed you or something. And it was almost like he, I don't know if he tied to your page or something. I, yeah, I don't know. Exactly. Okay, that might be. Cause, <laughs> yeah. So okay. I was like, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Because I was like, royalty and stuff. I was like, she's dope. Because like, um, that's the other thing. Like, we've had quite a few artists that yeah. aren't from Oklahoma on our podcast. Yeah. But it's it's very special to have artists that are from the city exactly. yeah. on our um, podcast. Because right. like I said, we, we've had, like, um, I mean, we had pretty good artists on our podcast mm-hmm. thus far mm-hmm. so it's dope to get you guys on and kind of give you and share our platform with you yeah. all so mm-hmm. i appreciate you guys coming um thank you for sharing our platform with us no, we appreciate you, you guys no, thank y'all. spending your sunday afternoon with us that's how we work it so yeah you come in take a shot and you take another shot and, and another, another shot. shot. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to leave with a shot, we can give you a shot too. Yeah. But see, we always, you know, it's a little sway to loosen y'all up. Right. Yeah. right. Um, okay. But thank you for joining us again. Thank like you. I said, thank we you. appreciate that. Um, you guys know we are on SeattleHipHopRadio.com. Wow. We and OrlandoHipHopRadio.com. We're on both of those um, platforms. We are there every Monday and friday 9 a.m central standard time so if you guys get a chance go listen um he actually orlando hip-hop radio i think they're rebuilding redoing some things because he was like adding asking for submissions of music and all that other stuff on that on that page so um that may be revamping or whatever they're doing on that one but um you guys like i always say it's black owned i love black owned stuff y'all know me so go support, go support, go support. Just download both of the apps. Um, you can listen to it. It's uh, three hundred and sixty-five days. Why Isaac said we better be there to work out tomorrow? <laughs> I'm gonna be there tomorrow, Isaac. It's the new year, new yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, we shout know. Out, y'all be we, shout out to our trainer, Isaac. We'll be there. Hi, tomorrow. Isaac. Games we'll be there tomorrow. Games. Yes. We will be there tomorrow. Shout out to my Games Boss Games. Yeah, shout out. Games Boss Games. That's what's up, Isaac. We will be there. We will be there to work out tomorrow. Yes, Isaac, we will. Yes. For sure. Oh, yeah. He about to put y'all through it. He is. He is. Because we ain't been there since Wednesday. 
Well, no, before Tuesday. then. It's like Tuesday. Mm-hmm. No, actually, Dante went by herself Tuesday. We went Monday, Mika. No, we went Tuesday. No, we went Monday. She went by herself I went Tuesday. By myself. Y'all didn't show up. Oh, I love okay. how you got your IG name, like Dante. Like, I think that's fire. I oh, think that's fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Anywho, Seattle Hip Hop Radio, Orlando Hip Hop Radio. Then we're on SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Every Sunday, we post a new episode on us. Then we're on um, Facebook, Instagram, um, TikTok, Snapchat, y'all name it, we on it. <laughs> Go follow us. We're Mocha Tea Podcast. On everything. On all of it. So it's one word, Mocha Tea Podcast. You know, it's dope as hell to be able to get that one word. Yeah. It's just, you know, that that's y'all know there ain't nobody out here like us. Right. We are a one of one. <laughs> <laughs> so go follow us on all our platforms and stay tuned. We'll be yeah. We got Thursday. Uh, this, uh, do, do y'all want to spit something before y'all leave? Dante's yeah, that's Dante's way of asking. She like I did not come prepared to yeah. do a freestyle today. Damn, okay. Um, just whatever. I'll do a little piece if I can remember it. I'll do a piece from the outro. Um, all this I earned it. Lessons I learned them. Keep it a bean shit. I've been spitting like this since we pulled up in suburbans. She she put them bricks in the ovens. The tub has nothing. I don't do no stunting. I can't say it is what it wasn't. I had to go get this shit from the bottom. All of my niggas, I got them. Outside, I got this shit popping. I can't remember the rest of it, but y'all, I'm sorry. That's what y'all said. I'm not even about to do it if I can't even get it all the way through. No, so, he, yeah. he real for that. Cause yeah, I'm just y'all like, just follow me and I got some. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not about so here's to do the thing. I'm going to add the outro to yeah. the end of the episode. That yeah. way so people can hear it. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So, um, okay. and we're out. Peace, y'all. Peace. All this I earned it. Lessons I learned them. Keep it a bean shit. I've been spitting like this since he pulled up in suburbans. She put 10 bricks in the oven. But to her, that's nothing. I don't do no fronting. I can't say it is what it wasn't. I had to go get this shit from the bottom. All of my niggas, I got them. Outside, I got this shit popping. Losing is just not an option. I had to stop it. I have been way too humble. I just want a ball, never fumble. Go to San Antonio with my uncle. Whip old schools by the muscle. Village projects like the jungle. All my mama ever said was to hustle. Lord knows I can't sleep on the sofa. No, I wanna live like I'm Oprah. Yeah, I miss my granny green Oprah. She told me Jamie be hopeful. I miss her kisses and soul food. She play good music, I'm old school. Look at that shit I just told you. I'm giving my life on these pro tools. But whatever, my sister, she raised me. I'm just like my mama, she crazy. But look at this woman, she made me. I thank God I know he's so amazing. I'm a little baby. She be so proud when she see me. She wanna see her little baby on TV. I told her mama it's coming, be easy. These bitches, they hated. These niggas was greasy. I don't want no feature, I don't need your CD. All of these blessings for me till I'm eating. I did what I'm supposed to, that's why it's my season. I'm winning the finals, they sending my ring in, damn Said I'm winning the finals, they sending my ring in, damn